I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, there you are. Yeah, hey, welcome back. Pretty cool uh, battlements you got here. I don't know what I'm doing. It's just like everything in my life, Red. I don't know if you remember like a week ago when I was full of bugs. Shit, we gotta get inside, Mark! One more question is asked, she's going to start crying. Red and I were just discussing this hair I had my eyes. No, <laughs> Dory, no! What's up with her? I like museums. That's where I was coming from. Were you guys eating mushrooms last night? You think they offer a guided tour? I hate this homebrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. Oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I got it. There's two <laughs> levels there. Yes. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is season two, episode 39. Sharing is caring. 
MVP this week is Emily Breeding. They're only on episode 85, but they are enjoying binging multiple years of awesomeness. Thank you, Emily. Can't wait till you hear this. Are you loving Dice Shame or Invictus or Malevolent or Divisor? If so, please consider joining our Patreon at the Invictus Stream. It's the best way to help support the vision for the show we want and a great way to keep popcorn fresh. It's true. Just one Patreon dollar helps make 50 popcorn kernels fresher. Anyway, on with the show. It's a beautiful winter night in the Grey Peak Mountains. Red, as you leave the room where your friends are preparing for sleep, summoning their spirit companions and ruminating over magical items, you find yourself out on the battlements looking out at the wild darkness beyond the walls. A couple of soldiers nearby are keeping watch, and they nod amicably at you, inviting you to sit with them. Red waves, walks over. Hey, friends! (laughs) Pretty cool uh, battlements you got here. Red kind of gestures to the vast expanse outside yeah one of them is sipping a mug of something hot that smells like soup to keep warm and he nods at the walls yeah well they uh they do their job i guess for the most part anyway did you see when you were coming in the the stone giant that got partway through yeah pretty cool red sort of like matching the soup sip reaches into the bag and pulls out some of his rabbit jerky and like kneels down next and starts gnawing on that but it's awkward and loud (laughs) 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 so who are you i mean (sighs) i get it don't worry we're kind of uh weird coming out of the of the the stone and uh, being a part of your little town for the night I, I understand the questions my name is red-handed robin and uh you might have seen we have a wizard named jack uh, he's the one in the really silly looking hat uh i don't know if he was wearing a hat <laughs> but i always picture him in a hat that he wears so i describe him as such there's also a blue person that's maori she's pretty easy to spot she's the one that's got the coat and then there's Doran. Uh, he's the dwarf, and he is actually a famous iron worker. I wouldn't be surprised if you've heard of him, although... And Red kind of looks around at the mountains surrounding. I suppose you're kind of secluded up here. And you, like... I've never seen a person covered in fur before. I hope that's not rude. Are you some kind of animal? Well, we're all some kind of animal, dummy. you never seen a tabaxi before? That's awesome. Um, yeah, no, I'm from a place called Mazdaka. I'm a fox kind of humanoid, is the easiest way to explain it to you. But, um, I, I sailed across the great expanse to come here. I spent many days aboard a ship. You were on the ocean? Yeah, yeah, that's the big blue thing that's probably east of here. It's, I've heard that it's water as far as you can see, that you can walk for ten days alongside it and never find the other side. Oh, buddy. It is exactly that. And it is awesome. It is like, wow, just there. Intimidating, you know? And if you ever get trapped out on there, if you're ever sitting on top of that water and just looking down below, there's just nothing there. It's endless. It's spooky. Yeah, you should see the sea before you die. It's one of those top ten things I would see before I die. Probably number six. So you're an explorer then are are there others like you in the world what a great question yes i suppose i am an explorer and there are others like me in the world i would say the three i'm traveling with are like me too maybe not jack but definitely doran and mari (laughs) 
Who is this character with a hat and <laughs> and red and red leaves forward? And he says, "Jack likes to call himself an archaeologist, which I suppose is a type of exploration as well, but not the same kind as Maori and Doran and I. He's not here, so let's say bad things about him. He also can't play the flute for shit." <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I would even say that we're adventurers. That might even be a more apt name, because when we get somewhere like this, we try to help out, make a name for ourselves, and, and typically when we're headed somewhere, we're going for a, a purpose. And Red sort of looks towards the direction of the front that the giants might have been coming from, and he sort of stares off for a second. He says, and the purpose we're after is uh, quite a mighty one. Another soldier, she's never taken her eyes off of the darkness this whole time, despite obviously listening. And she's just like rolling these thin cigarettes and smoking them. Shouldn't do that. That'll kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is is the entire countryside overrun by stone giants or is it just us, she says? Well, the truth of the matter is that they are quite um, present right now. There's a lot of places that are in a lot of trouble. There's been a great upheaval in the ordering of the giants. Their caste system, uh, you know, from from the high up to the bottom, has been totally rearranged. A lot of the giants feel like their god abandoned them and that it's kind of a free-for-all to who climbs to the top. So they're really trying to move out towards some of the territories that were previously inhabited by, well, primarily humans. So nowhere is safe. Well... I think what's nice about this is that it seems everyone that we've come across is under the same banner, you know? Even though there might not be places that are safe, people are safe. People see these terrible things happening and they want to help. We've seen a lot of good on the road and and in the towns we've been through. People who want to hand out blankets and food and, and try to make communities out of the people that have been displaced. I think for the most part, tragedies like this sometimes bring out the best in us. Try not to think about the Jalantar dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> There's always an exception that proves the rule. So if we can't defeat them, maybe maybe in the springtime we should go, but we wouldn't even know where. Oh, Where would you go to be safe somewhere? Red thinks for a second. I understand the instinct. Believe me, I understand the instinct. I ran for a lot of my life. But the truth is, this isn't something you should run from. This is something that that you need to stand up against because they're not going to stop. And, and, and that's what me and my friends are doing. We're not going to stop either. We're going to be taking these giants back to how it should be. We are destined to do this. Don't run. And anyone who feels that, tell them why it's important to stay. Because in numbers, we have strength. It takes many of us to bring down one giant and if we start losing that strength it's going to be easy to lose everything that we care for over here they nod thoughtfully at your words and one of them pours you a mug of this broth it's like a comforting salty like maybe poultry smell and hands it to you thank you red takes a deep sip Oh, it's so salty! Oh, oh, God, you drink that? It's like pure salt water. Jeez. So, have you traveled the whole world? Have you seen everything? Where do you like the the best? What's the coolest thing you've ever seen? In Mastica, there are these things that I like to call llamas. <laughs> but they don't look like llamas. 
They're covered in scales. They got sharp teeth and long, snaky tongues. Back in the barracks. Mari, you just finished looking at this locket of longing. Doran, underneath Mari on this lashed together set of bunk beds. Beneath Mari, not underneath her. Right. <laughs> oh, how did this them. happen? <laughs> but the funniest thing would be Doran's like, I'm so embarrassed. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> what the hell's going on? How did I get here? Uh, and Jack, you, you finish your incantations and your ritual to retrieve Kieran, who jumps up and presses his paws against your chest and just bathes your face in doggy kisses. Yeah, hey, welcome back. I missed you. Yeah, it was it got pretty freaky there for a minute. Uh, but it turns out there's this whole other town just outside that crazy gnome place. It's uh, been a weird day. Dora's gonna, you know, Mari has no idea what we're gonna be expecting here at this dead stone cleft, this thane. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like Doran lying there, pulls out a cigarette, he's smoking away, and he starts recounting their tales of the giant lair, Grudhog, in the hills south between uh, Belliard and uh, Basilmer, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right, Jack? That's right. Well, we were sneaking around underneath the main hall of this giant lair, you know, above us, and little to our knowledge, the giant leader, uh, what was her name again, Jack? Chief, uh... Chief Gah. Chief Gah, that's right. Well, let me tell you, Mary, it smelled like pig piss and crap. <laughs> it was foul. I mean, even for my standards. Remember that? Remember that, Red? Red comes back in. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, there you are. It was wild. I mean, we even found some prisoners. I mean, most were dead, but hey, we may even find prisoners or survivors at Deadstone Cleft. I mean... Who knows what those giants are up to? So anyways, we began fighting, and I realized just how ill-prepared we were. We, we had no idea we were even infiltrating this giant lair. Little did we know we would take out one of these things, the Ordning. Listen, Mari, I, I, I mentioned this not to scare you, but, but, you know, I think we'll succeed. I mean, we're, we're at least prepared this time around. And, you know, it's not a stroll through the hills, but at least, uh, at least we'll be a little prepared. She swings her feet over the side of the bed and she just goes, I just need to step outside for a second. I'll, I'll be back in in a minute. And she walks out without acknowledging anyone else. Oh, did I, did I say something? Wow. Ah, uh, no. Did anybody say anything while I was gone? Mari seems upset. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I scared her. I don't know, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll take Kieran for a walk and see if I can catch up with her. Make sure everything's all right. Oh, sure. Oh boy! <laughs> Red, you down for some uh, some dragon chess? Already on it, buddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Red runs over to the fire to sit next to Doran and play dragon chess. Aw. When you leave the barracks, Jack, into this cold night, Mari, where are you? Are you just out on the wall? Yeah, she's made it not too far from the building, just sort of standing in the in the the widest open space she can find, sort of closer, I guess, to that town square kind of space. Mm-hmm. And she's just sort of looking up through at the sky, which is completely covered in all of these crisscrossing chains and 
all the random bits of detritus that are trapped up there. And for some reason, one pair of leather boots, which she doesn't even understand how they got up there. It's so high, <laughs> but they're dangling from it. There's my Frisbee. She doesn't even really notice that Jack has coming towards her. Kind of feels like a cage, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It feels, it feels like spider webs. That's what I keep thinking of. I keep imagining being a kid again and climbing through a tree and just coming across spiders in the tree. And I knew I was in their home, but yeah, now I just feel like I'm trapped in here. Now that you've said it, like we just saw a giant mechanical lizard earlier today. A giant mechanical spider is not out of the realm of possibility climbing on these chains. I don't like that. Jack, the person who comes out to comfort and doubles down on your fear. Oh shit, Mari, that could actually happen. The, the, the thing you're just saying, that could be real. Shit, we gotta get inside, Mari. I'm taking notes over here. Yeah. Mechanical spider. Got uh, it. Got it. Jack, have you ever felt weak in a situation? Oh yeah. All the time. I don't know if you remember like a week ago when I was full of bugs. That <laughs> 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 was I was that was a pretty low moment for me and the last couple of months have had some of the lowest moments of my life from the like walking on the edge of death. Re-examining everything I've gotten up to in the past. Wait, but on, on the other hand, they've also been some of the most fulfilling and exciting moments of my life mixed in there. It's a real brew that pulls you along this road, that's for sure. But the idea that we've saved more lives than not over the last couple of months, that's, that's not nothing. Yeah. And as you're standing around this town square, you see signs of life in the windows around you. You know, there are lights on, the smell of people making meals, the sound of far-off conversation. Yeah, I... 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 I don't know what I'm doing. I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I have this power and she holds her hands up and there's you could see that she's just cast this tiny tiny amount of magic like there's a little glittering ball in her hand and then she swipes it away. She's like, "But I I feel so inadequate with it and I don't know what I'm doing and when I use it I've caused pain before with it." And I'm afraid that I'm going to do it again. And I'm just afraid. I'm just afraid. I was afraid in the cave and I was afraid down there and in the gnome mines. And I'm afraid here and I'm trapped underneath these spider webs made of metal and I don't know what I'm doing. Well, just like when you were talking about being in that tree you were in those spiders' homes, they weren't really a threat to you. You are so much bigger than them in a way that you are bigger than you may appear now. You, you've got a, a spirit to you, a power to you. You can overcome anything. But that doesn't mean being afraid isn't a legitimate emotion right now because, goodness, we've got some odds stacked against us. But despite that, would you do anything different? I mean, now or just ever? I don't know. I, I was thinking of the last, you know, little little while since we've known each other, but, you know, ever, sure, I, I'm open. <laughs> and she's, it's it's like she's she's always kind of a little damp, 
because she's just a lot of water. But there's like this sort of moment where she's trying to hide the fact that like if one more question is asked, she's going to start crying. Mm -hmm. I just, I need, I need to tell you about my friends. Back in the barracks. Ha! You didn't say dragon when you touched my side, so you need to king my dragon and put three dragons to my one dragon, and that I don't remember any of these in the rules. You know, one day we really need to learn how to play this, Doran. <laughs> I'll agree with you there, Red. <laughs> hey, how are you doing, by the way? Uh, since the information about your mom. Well, yeah, to be, to be totally up front with you, the more I think about it, the more I want to get back home, you know? Yeah. And I've just been working a lot on my own patience. My mother and I, we didn't have the greatest relationship. No? No. What was it like? Well, I had brothers, you know. You said. Yeah, well, <laughs> did I tell you about them? No, but you did say next time we had some downtime that I should ask. Well, it's a bit of a long story, and I, mean, I can tell it in detail if you want. Maybe another time I'll... Well, you say that you'll tell me later a lot. Don't tell me about your brothers. Yeah, well, we were very young. I have to say this was about 80 years ago or so. Wow. We were just kids, you know, really, in our 20s. I was me, Gorin, and Lauren. And we we went down and, in fact, we were looking for Deadstone Cleft. That's, that's you know, we always talked about going to Deadstone Cleft. Oh, that was where we were going to. And we went adventuring, and we would always go adventuring. And my mother would always say, don't go too far. Doran, Lord, and Gorin, you're going to get yourself in trouble. Well, you know how mothers are. They're always right. So there we were. We went too far that day, and I and I, I was the older one. I should have known better. I should have stuck right beside them. Oh, it's okay, Doran. Take <sighs> a second and blow your nose. It's if you... pretty sad, you know. Well, when we climbed down into the caves. I said, that's deep enough. It's deep enough, boys. Who's afraid of some deep caves? We are dwarves, right? <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, even the most experienced dwarves don't go too deep. They kept going, and I told them, I said, Gorin, Lauren, stop moving. You're going too deep. Mom's gonna have your necks. Red, <laughs> getting pretty choked up here. <laughs> Hey, that's okay, Doran. Yeah. What happened, though? Well, they disappeared. They disappeared? It's as unexplainable as that. That's exactly what I told my mother and my father. And Well, they never really believed me, but that's that's the truth, right? You gotta believe me. Oh, my God. I, they, they just went too deep, and I kept looking, and I, I tried to follow, and I got to a certain point. I couldn't see. I just I couldn't see in front of me. I couldn't see my hand in front of me. I had to stop going forward you know, I could turn around and look back I could see I could see the light way up there at the top of the cave but I'll tell you I don't care who believes me or not I, I, I couldn't see any further I couldn't see past my own nose there's no echoes oh Dolan I believe you of course it's okay well Red I did know it at the time but it was almost like magic Dolan that must have been so brutal that that must have been <sighs> how did your family react i mean how how did is that why you left home that's why i left home the first time ah uh... and then i thought i'd come home for a while and that didn't go over too well and i basically stayed away from my family after that point 
haven't really talked to my mother at all. My father is a different type of person. I mean, you know, we didn't really talk to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> Doran, I don't blame you for leaving home. That must have been terrible. The memories there. The... It wasn't just how they, uh, they treated me. I mean, nobody believed me. Everybody thought that uh, I left my brothers to die. You know, everybody thought that they were the younger, but they were they were capable. They just didn't listen. They went too far into the caves, and nobody nobody would believe me. Of course, it didn't help. I couldn't find the cave where we went. I couldn't find how deep it was. I I couldn't recreate the situation. Well, I left home. So sorry to hear that, Doran. That's that was the start of it, you know, because after the after the wars, I came home, and it sure didn't help that I had lost all of my. My men in those terrible accidents. <laughs> oh my god! Aww. It's just like everything in my life, Rand. I'm surrounded by people that keep dying. Oh, darling, that's that's not. No, I look this, around at you just... guys and I think to myself, it's just a matter of time. <laughs> Doran, no, Doran. Aww. Red throws his arms around Doran. Doran, no. I'm just gonna lead you out onto a bridge and it's gonna collapse, or I'm gonna take you out in a boat. And it's gonna no, drown. Doran, I'm no, Doran, no, no. Mountains and you're gonna fall to her death. A horrific, terrible, bloody accident. Look, Doran, you told me about Stunting Danlin's people. <laughs> and I never said this to you. But I think you made the right call. You did? Your men died, but you killed countless orcs that could have killed countless more men. And look, your brothers, it's a tragedy what happened to them, but you tried. I know you tried. I know you well enough to know that you would have tried. You, you didn't do anything wrong, and Doran, I, I know you. We're not perfect, but you have a good heart. You're not going to get us killed, you know? We are capable adventurers of our own volition to do this. You, you are one on a team of people who are all choosing to do this. You aren't making a call that sacrifices us. And, and, and frankly, if you did, it would probably be the right call. I trust you. I believe in you. You need to believe in yourself. It means a lot to me, what you're saying. You know, I, of course, I don't blame myself for all the time. But sometimes I get, it gets a bit emotional, right? Oh, never apologize for being emotional. I know, I know. But listen, I'll say this. About going home. Of course, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about going home. In fact, I think the last times I went home, I, I had too much shame. But you're right. I mean, hell. For all my failures, I've had many accomplishments, too. Yeah, that's what Jack said. And look at this. Wait till my father sees this. And he smacks his fist against Chaos Hammer's breastplate. Exactly. That's what Jack was trying to tell you the other day, you know? You are Doran Iron Fist. You are... You have more accolades than anyone in your family. And, and yes, to accomplish as much as you have, it's difficult to realize all the missteps along the way as well. It is difficult to look and say, well, I failed here and I failed here and I failed here. But those might be a, a few things in a long line of hundreds of noble acts. It's just because you've done so much with your life that it feels like you failed. Well, thanks, Red. I really appreciate it. He, his hand comes down your back a little bit stronger than you would have expected. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I mean... Try not to press buttons anymore, but... Well, of course, you know. no, no, but I mean, you know... Beyond that... Enter Jack and Mari again. Why have you two been crying? 
<laughs> I love the idea that crying Doran locks eyes with crying Mari. Oh, oh, oh. They give each other a knowing oh. look to know, be like, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna talk about it right now. Like both yeah. of us are too fragile <laughs> in this moment to like really discuss each other's problems. Oh, Mari, Jack, uh, how's it going? Fred and I were just discussing this hair. I had my eye. Oh. Yeah, I. And Mari's like toweling, toweling out her hair. <laughs> it's, it's looking very, everyone looks super, super good and normal, refreshed, mm-hmm. moisturized mm-hmm. in their lane, yeah. thriving. Yeah, definitely not just having uh, investigated an entire underground. <sighs> yeah. um, Are you okay, Jack? Are you taking it all right? How are you, buddy? Pretty good. Good. Could use a, a night's rest. It's a lot to unpack from today. Yeah, I gotta. I I want to go to sleep. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind it too. Between you two and Veranda, what's up with her? Veranda is she's, like, or she's asleep she's here in the corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, w- I was curious because if Jack was like also crying from like whatever they talked about, I was gonna be like, everyone is upset but me. Veranda's over there pouting. We got married, Tyria. We got to. Kieran's like, I'm great. I'm a dog. Yeah. I gotta walk. Mm-hmm. You turn back to Doran, and he's sound asleep already. Aww. Aww. All right. Well, let's. Turn out, turn down for what? And Red climbs into bed. The adjoining barracks rooms fill and empty throughout the night as watch is kept and shifts change. You hear muffled, amicable conversation. Smell the smoke from a pipe in another room lit in the dark hours of the morning. A snatch of muttered prayers. And then the gray fingers of dawn begin to paint the sky. You have long rested. Oh, yes. Nothing Feels like, like months long and rest. months since a long rest. <laughs> and I'll do it again. <laughs> morning, everyone. Morning. Good morning. I slept like a kid. Oh, good morning. morning. Oh, I'm feeling very refreshed. Oh, <laughs> me too. Red, was that you running in your sleep? <laughs> yeah, I do that sometimes. I imagine I'm chasing a boat. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can yeah, you? A boat. I guess you do know walk on water, so that makes some sense. <laughs> well, it's a dream, Mary. It's not real. Yeah. <laughs> Red, Red like rolls his eyes and walks around. She rolls hers back and just and just goes and starts making some oatmeal. It's only a dream. oatmeal for breakfast. Yum. Mm. Oatmeal, oatmeal, oatmeal. Red points to everybody. Yeah, absolutely. If that's what they're serving, yeah. Food is good. Mari, she has some like dried fruit in her bag, some sort of various dried berries that she kind of puts on top to make it look less hmm. sad looking because it's oatmeal. And uh, side note, I, Alex, think oatmeal is gross. So What? <laughs> yeah. You think oatmeal is gross? Yes. Get why? Educated. What? <laughs> oatmeal is delicious. I've never had good oatmeal. I mean, I get it if you don't like it, but gross. Well, okay. but why? Maybe it's not gross, gross but it? maybe it just it doesn't look oatmeal. appealing to me, and I haven't. Sure. I don't enjoy yeah. eating it. Just close your oh, eyes. Yeah, that makes <laughs> I mean, it's totally fair not to oh, enjoy you mean eating it's it. It's gross to you. <laughs> it doesn't look appealing, and I don't enjoy eating it. Oh, you mean it's gross? <laughs> That's what I oh, said. It's too far that I yeah. don't like oatmeal. There's a word to sum that experience up. In no, one. because gross implies that, like, I don't know. When I think gross, it's like, oh my god, that cow's uh, brains are leaking out of its ears. That's gross. Versus like oatmeal, which is like sliding no, scale of gross. I can see oatmeal being gross. I can be Let's not to talk about of... oatmeal being gross because I have a limited number of foods that I can eat right now, and oatmeal's one of them. Uh, right. Oatmeal is oatmeal. perfectly fine. 
Thank you. <laughs> I'll clarify. I guess my reaction is more that it's coming from Alex, mm. who I know has a pretty diverse palate and like you've cooked a whole pig's I, head and yeah like, kombucha girl yeah we'll, we'll bash open a crab and eat what's inside uh, so but, i just to me it, i'm surprised that i was more like gross like you think oatmeal's gross like of all the things that's your line I like, was, uh, that's a, that's a fair point I was that's where i was coming from but yeah. for comedic effect well that's why well then i was right because i was like how are you grossed out by oatmeal i don't buy it i'm not actually like, you've made out oatmeal me. cookies there's not that many steps from it <laughs> it's just hard oatmeal yeah. literally i bought tons of oatmeal and i made oatmeal cookies mm. out of the prepackaged oatmeal and they're fantastic to use anyway this was a meta like what what <laughs> the fuck yeah. wait hold the podcast Fair. we need to talk about Fair. oatmeal for two minutes hold the podcast <laughs> yeah 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 whole minute stop whole the podcast turning wheel mm-hmm. <laughs> i love oatmeal it's definitely not gross <laughs> those are some good berries on there let's mari's got berries it's fine yeah oh, berries are disgusting uh, Red, I think you still have those poisonous berries in your I bag. I do. I sprinkle them into my, my porridge. Yeah, she, she stees and she's just like, stop <laughs> that. You she get like, the shit. She like literally just grabs them with her hand. You don't know they're poison berries. You didn't see me eat them. <laughs> you will soon. Mm. Don't worry. Oh, they feel so good in my stomach. Yeah, she probably does know the name of them and yeah, exactly what kind like, of poison they are. They're my ways to go to the bathroom in the morning. <laughs> it's like oh. a laxative. It's like, ah, well, there we go. Nature calls. Be right back. Mari makes a makes a mental note to next time she makes porridge for or oatmeal or anything for Red to cast good berry and to put those berries on it. <laughs> so it, heal me? No, that would that gives you it if it uh, it would negate any uh, HP that you lose for eating the poison berries. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I don't think I lose HP. No, no, but, but it's just like the it's just the, the mental that they're they're healing berries. So she's like, and then you have time. to like sieve out the berries that Red poops out and like use <laughs> them <laughs> like civet coffee beans. That's such a choice. I don't know that you have uh, to. Yeah. yeah, you do. Uh, do you? I'm the DM. No. You must. <laughs> I hate this homebrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. Oh, I got it. There's two levels there. Yes. <laughs> Layered. <laughs> There's a bustle of energy in Slatefell this morning. Uh, even as you are still in your barracks, you can hear people coming and going about their daily business. So, what should we do today, friends? I think what might be uh, a good idea would be if we uh, maybe asked around. I mean, you saw the stone giant that was halfway through the wall. I wonder if these people have any first-hand experience or advice they could give us about tackling a stone giant. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I'd love to know a little more about this place. No, not history, though. I don't want to do that. No museum tours, <laughs> no canoe museums. None of the stuff you always make us do, Jack. I like museums. You and Mari can do that. Wait, maybe there's an art museum. I'd love to go see some frescoes. This is the oldest tree. Oh, you guys are, like, sort of burying the hatchet a little bit after last night. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Emotional it's a bonding sharing. Moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'll last. Go do the weird, boring nerd stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, find out about how this place has withstood a hundred years of giant attacks or something. What's the oldest rock in town we- let's find it <laughs> i mean if if they had an annotated map i'm i'm all for that I- <laughs> darn let's go get drunk yeah i think they offer a guided tour well everyone who lives here has lived here their whole lives so i don't think they're experts i don't think that there are going to be many like 
historical markers because it's just like everyone knows all that all stuff. right you guys do history stuff Doran and i will go to the pub because that's the cultural center of every town anyway well yeah we're gonna check out of the pub for a couple of daytime brews and then and then find some sharp things. yeah and and <laughs> while we drink we'll be social and we'll learn things from the bartender people yeah sharp things and kaboomy things maybe we can get kaboomy things yeah exactly and shoot some arrows and have some fun and make some bets you know i have cousins that make kaboomy things <laughs> Kabooby things? Kaboomy. Yeah, you know, like a kaboom. Right, blowy uppies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blowy uppies. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get blowy uppies. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know. Best of luck. Yeah, I don't I don't know how it got there, but I'm I'm supportive, so. Well, what I'm saying is maybe we'll find some sharp things, and, and we'll find some strong guys, and they'll... Why are we looking for sharp things and strong guys? Come on, that's tough stuff. You know, sharp Yeah, sharp we'll things do tough... Oh, like things. tough... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Dawn and I will do the tough stuff. Uh, we'll go find some broken yeah, glass and a barbell <laughs> and... you guys eating mushrooms last night? Steak, and we'll... <laughs> We'll we'll lift weights and we'll get all sweaty together. I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah, we'll go do the tough stuff. You do you two do the learny stuff. Sure. Yeah, I'll go learn myself some knowledge. Uh, Veranda, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna sit here and sulk. Oh yeah, Veranda, you still here? Veranda is actually still here this morning, although she's very reserved. She's partaken in breakfast without contributing to the conversation whatsoever mm. flycatchers curled up at her feet <laughs> and she just looks around kind of morosely at the four of you and uh, we'll take veranda with us as well i want to talk to her okay all right sure you've really we're, you've really opened her up so i uh i feel like uh maybe dora's gonna roll a bit of a uh, roll of early morning perception on veranda where's she looking around Ooh. what's her what's her vibe oh you get a bonus because it's early morning Early morning perception? Totally oh, shit. Night perception. Yeah, if you do it before 8 a.m. <laughs> it's, it's the dawn of inspiration, and then you... Is that a perception or what? I guess I, so. You said you wanted to roll perception for some That's reason. Right. What do you... Tell, well, wanna, instead of telling me what you want to roll, I wanna tell me what you want to achieve. Observe Veranda to see uh -huh. if she's looking at any particular person or a particular area for why she might be so sad why she's here so disturbed like is she so you're is she you're dashing her eyes insight into her yes, mental thank you state. Using perception that's the good way <laughs> i remember so once alex was like can i roll intelligence but use my strength stat or something <laughs> <laughs> i have big smart arms <laughs> 14 with a 14 you notice bags under her eyes she didn't sleep very well yeah she seems pretty tired all right, let's go. Come on, Veranda. Come on, Doran. Yeah, we'll go find sharp things and have a few drinks. Hopefully in that order. Surprised you didn't follow me there, Red. And Doran leaves and, and Veranda leaves and Red stops at the door and turns back and he just says, For the record, I don't understand what he's saying, but he needs this. We had a heart to heart last night and he's missing his mom. Aww. Let's go to the bar! <laughs> and Red leaves. <laughs> well, let's let's go poke around and see see who knows what. Yeah, maybe someone's got something. Let's start with the bakery. I could use a bread, and uh, they're always trustworthy. My favorite place to start. If you're going to the bakery, bring us back bagels. Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters... Adam Fry, Amanda Kitchener, Amy Garza, 
Anne, Cecil Lee Wilson, Jerry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Cypress Key, Cytosine, DS, Danny, Default Trauma, Dippity, Elizabeth H, Emma, Ghost, Haley, Harper the Marks, Heather Nichols, JD, Joy Robinson, KR, KM, Cade, Kirsten Wolf, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Leader J, Lizzie Demon, Lorelai Feldman, Matilda Rushing, Marie, Melinda Curley, Mills, Melissa, Merlin, Nimble Dingo, Regan, Ren, Ruth Ann Reed, Scotty, Sky, S-Ray 96, Tara Bite, Tony Pepperoni, Xander Morning Dove, and Zach House. Woo! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 